Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So first of all, did you try to be aware of any of those magical places in your home? It's a great vision and muscle to improve, to be able to see those things. But I want to let you in on a different secret tonight. See, the way that we know it is really an amazing mida or characteristic to have, to be able to identify the magic that happens and who's behind it. It's the Torah that teaches us that we're meant to pursue all of this. Because as an ideal of imitatio Dei, or what's called in Hebrew, but Selim Elohim, reflecting the image of God, this means, of course, that we don't have to be like God in the physical form, but more so in the area of how we act and interact with the world. And do you want to know what the one of the greatest attributes of God is? See, on one hand, he does it all. Makes the sun rise, gives us a soul, enables our eyes to open, gives us oxygen to breathe, helps clean our system of waste. You name it. Anything that we can do is because he magically enables it all to just happen. But at the same time, he remains completely hidden. It's like magic. And that's why in Hebrew, the word for world is olam, which has the same shorish, the same root as the word ne'elam, which means to be hidden. Because in this world that all magically functions so beautifully, God is just hidden beneath the surface. In essence, we live in a world where God does everything, but does it all while being hidden. And our job is to stop and see the miraculous hand of God fueling it all. That's one of the reasons why we stop and say blessings. Blessings when we wake up, when we see beautiful nature, when we go to the bathroom, when there's a rainbow, all to acknowledge that these events are being orchestrated by a hidden God. And our job is to reveal that he's behind it all. Just like the relationship of human beings that we spoke about yesterday. See, God doesn't announce, look at what I did and you have to say thanks. More than a person should, let's say, brag to their partner about all that they do. Rather, it's the partner's job to see that which he can't see being done, but just sees who has done it. And so too, we don't see the hand of God literally, but we can see things that have been done and then realize it was the hidden hand all along. You know, it reminds me of a famous story about the grandson of the Hasidic Rebbe, Rebbe Baruch of Mezhbetz, who was playing hide-and-seek with his friends when he was a child. And he found a great hiding place and waited and waited, and no one was finding him. After a long time lapsed, he came out of his hiding place, only to realize that his friends went away and weren't even looking for him anymore. The boy came running to his Zadie, crying that his friend stopped looking for him. And that was the whole point of the game, to find him. So after calming down his grandson, Rav Baruch of Mezhbitz then started to cry himself. And he looked up at heaven and said, Creator of the universe, that must be exactly how you feel. You, Hashem, have created this entire world with the purpose of playing hide-and-seek with mankind, to have everyone look for your hidden nature behind nature, behind everything. You too must be crying because everyone has stopped looking for you. See, just as in a relationship with a friend, our goal is to do for them without being seen and for them to see what you did without being told. And on a macrocosmic level, that's what we're all doing in this world as well. It's pretty cool if you think about it. The whole world is one big game of hide and seek with the one who seeks to hide. And on that note, wishing you an awesome night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.